0: Attention. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another week of Enjoy the Walk podcast. This one is regionally local to both Dante and I. With uh, we, we have Laura Heinen from the Delaware State Golf Association. Laura, we are super excited to talk not only Delaware State Golf, but the uh, recent acquisition of the, or the partnership, I should say, between uh, Gap, uh, which Dante you play Gap matches uh, all spring long, and the Delaware <laughs> State Golf. So, uh, Laura, really excited for you to join us and and talk shop. How has uh, Delaware State Golf been over this uh, long winter?
1: Yeah, um, you know, happy to be back with you guys. Um, Golf in general is doing awesome right now, so it's fun to be along for the ride. So all of our clubs are doing great. You know, membership is really through the roof. We're seeing private clubs with waiting lists and ridiculously full T-sheets at public courses if you try to find something like same day um, or even like for the weekend. So um, it's, it's fun to be along for the ride. Tournament golf is obviously kind of a subsection of that in the DSGA and the GAP world. Um, but it's, it's fun to be in the industry right now, no question.
0: Yeah, Dante and I uh, were having some Mm -hmm. conversations with uh, with an assistant pro down in my area in Ocean City, just kind of talking about some of the recent news of courses kind of going back private because they're finally able to fill out that membership, which I Mm -hmm. think is, you know, a catch 22. Yes, we love seeing more golf, but dang, we can't get on that as a a public golfer anymore if we wanted to get on some of these higher end nicer clubs, but definitely golf game in general uh, in an incredibly good spot for activity.
1: Mm-hmm, yep. Um, and like you said, you know, running tournaments is great until you have to put people on a wait list and tell them they can't play. So everything has you know pros and cons.
2: Yeah. And, and
0: I'll be interested to see as we get into more of this conversation, what that means for not only the SGA, but GAP as well, and, and how mm-hmm. that partnership can maybe help alleviate some of that issue and, and how yeah. it might even maybe cause some more issue, depending mm-hmm. on where you're at geographically. Sure. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's 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 dive into that right off the bat. I know um, March 1st, they came out with the um, the announcement saying GAP has entered into the partnership Um, off the cuff. What does that mean? Right. Like, what does that mean for someone who was playing Delaware State golf events uh, in the previous year? And what are they maybe able to do now that they weren't able to do this past year?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, in general, a DSGA member, just to get that definition, you know, straight out of the gate that is a person that has a gin handicap that is active at their home club. So if you are playing public golf, private golf, um, you know, man, woman, junior, doesn't matter. Um, if your handicap is active at a member club, you were a member of DSGA and had eligibility for events. Um, so similar concept in GAP, Maryland State Golf Association, New Jersey, Um, So really all that means is that now your DSGA membership is essentially a GAP membership and vice versa. Um, So any person on a GAP member club roster could play in a DSGA event and any DSGA member could go up and play in a GAP event. Uh, Provided, you know, age, handicap, gender, um, all of those criteria are met as well.
0: Awesome. Why note? Dante, for you, who have kind of started your year out like you start every year, uh, playing Gap State uh, state yep. team events, um, that's kind of cool for you to see maybe what you can get yourself in. I know you have a significant other in the Delaware area, so maybe you can float your way on down and play in some more uh, Delaware events over the summer.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pumped about that, to be honest, seeing that, because there are, I feel like Delaware State alone, when it comes to their golf courses, is just so under the radar of how good they really are, and it's it's amazing to see. But what's kind of crazy, too, and, like, one of my, like, biggest questions is you had GAP. They eventually merged with AGA, which is the Northeast Pennsylvania sector. Now they had the DSGA. I mean, GAP is absolutely massive because it stretches all the way up to – correct me if I'm wrong – stretches all the way up to the Northeast Pennsylvania side, up towards Scranton, all the way down to, like, Southern Delaware-Maryland border, where Dalton, you're at. Mm-hmm. and from my uh, knowledge, it even goes stretches out to the Hershey, you know, Harrisburg area. So when it comes to like m- one of my favorite uh, participations in GAP events, mainly is what's going on currently is the BMW team matches. Now your transition into being affiliated with GAP, I mean, how does that work? Where I mean, you've seen all the sections, you've seen all the divisions. How does that work? Where the whole idea is to kind of it's like we said before we you know hit record was the camaraderie and being able to play uh, other courses that you may not step foot on. But how does that strategy go into who plays who and how do you section that off?
1: So team matches are the only thing that DSGA members don't have access to this year oh. because there's just too many details. So for the it's, clubs that it's are a participating. Lot the registration for that process with your club and with your golf professional that starts in October of the previous year. So we just didn't have a chance at that this year. And that's fine. So this year we're doing all the education and getting everyone up to speed on what it actually means to throw a team in. um, As far as your T sheet on the weekends, how many guys you need to convince to play golf, whether it's 45 degrees and windy or whether it's sunny and sunny. So, just making sure everybody knows what they're signing up for. Um, but I will say I watched some of the process in the office um, with the tournament department as they figure out. Obviously, double A is all based on your record, and you know you've kind of earned your spot up in that division. But then as you move down all the way to D and E, uh, most of those are regionally based. So you've got two options or like two criteria that they try to meet, and it is that it's a regional kind of group of teams so you're that you're driving distance you know you're not going from bayside down by dalton all the way up to scranton um and then the second criteria is that you would not compete against a team that you've played in the last three years so they really do put a lot of time into it to try to get you those you know that opportunity to play clubs you've never seen um, play against people you would otherwise probably not meet um, so there is still that element of, you know, I guess care and, and thought process into the lower divisions as well. And so they they do have a lot of charts. It looks like a very elaborate like draft day kind of scenario with a lot of printing and a lot of like giant whiteboard stuff going on. So it is thorough for sure.
2: I, I can only imagine because I go on pretty frequently. I, I got friends, um, that are at other clubs that I got friends that are on. I mean, I'm over down at Running Deer in Pittsgrove, you know, southern New Jersey. It's about maybe 35, 40 minutes towards, like, the shore. It's in the middle of nowhere. We have four teams. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a lot, and it's 12-man rosters to each team, which is pretty kind of wild because it's – and then I have friends that I've met through, you know, playing. Like, I'll tell you, again, like, one of ours – the team that I was talking about was Penn Salkin met one, the guy I played against. Basically we'd we we like numbers. Now we're going to play in each other's weekends games, which is great. And that's what I think like the whole factor is it. But I can only imagine how much detail and uh strategy and just coordination goes into, because just going, I mean, you can go on the website and just see kind of all the teams and each, because it goes by division in each section and there's four teams to each section. And there's, 15 to 20 sections when you get down like past like the B division, like into the C and down below on how many
1: yeah, I'm clubs right. there are. The math, I'm, I might be a couple off because this is a big number here, but I believe there's 385 teams. Um, obviously some clubs have more than one team. Like you said, you've got four. Um, but if you take 385 by 12 guys, that's 4,620 players that could be teeing it up, you know, any given Sunday here in the spring. So that alone is, I mean, that's what we're all about. So whether that's the last division in E or whether it's those guys up in double A, I mean, that's just pretty cool to think about.
0: Oh, and it is really cool to think about too, Dante, you were talking the vastness just a little bit earlier of how widespread that gap kind of coverage is now um, in in the article that was written and announced they they noted saying that now they have officially over 90 thousand golfers registered under that kind of Uh, umbrella of what is gap so uh, that's just incredible to see not only Delaware now a part of that but just even before Delaware was a part of it we always used to talk about how big or how widespread the gap area was especially in the metropolitan areas like uh, Philadelphia and like the surrounding New Jersey's area Um, it's just cool to know that they're the driving force between men and women teeing it up for competitive mm-hmm. reasons, and then you know, just for uh, everyday reasons to to log rounds under the under the gap umbrella.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, that is. Yeah, it's definitely over ninety thousand, which we've seen some growth over COVID these past couple years. Um, not just because Delaware was added to the total, um, but even other things like you've got this new e club that the USGA is pushing. That's getahandicap.usga.org. Mm-hmm. It's never been easier. Do get a handicap so that you can go out and play with your buddies and, you know, play for five bucks or whatever and try to make it a little bit more fair to track your putts, whatever you want to do. But 25 bucks is all it takes. That makes you a gap member. Um, You know, then you can play in whatever you meet the eligibility for.
0: And that's awesome. Have you seen an uptick in those e-members in competitive events now that that's been kind of readily available?
1: not yet um it's something that we're tracking at this point um a lot of those folks we're seeing are coming from like a corporate environment where it's like an after work league or um you know hey my friend wants me to play in as member guest so a lot of it is more just trying to check that box or like oh i'm going on my dad's trip to you know san diego and they told me i need a handicap all right like we got you like you're fine So then once people see it, and then they start getting the emails and, you know, oh, then they might play in a frozen Friday, or then they might go play in a member play day with Gap, you know, then they kind of see all of the options that they have available.
0: Yeah, I definitely, um, Dante, it's funny, my dad for the longest time after he stopped working at a golf course, just kind of lost his, you know, his handicap. He didn't register anywhere. He wasn't a member anywhere. Um, and he got introduced to this kind of e-club format because he travels around with a bunch of retirees and plays different golf courses every Wednesday. Um, and now he's got the whole group convinced that the e club is the way to go because they can just travel around from place to place and log their rounds, you know, online and and do it that way. So um, I think the upside for this e club, you know, option is is really really high as far as getting people involved in the game that might have had reservations on how to do it beforehand. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and for many folks, the old programs they had some different rules as far as, you know, what you were eligible for. This new version is totally zip code based. So if you are in the GAP e-club, you live in a GAP zip code um, or a Delaware um, zip code as well. So it is purely based. If you said, hey, I live in Maryland 219, whatever it might be, um, then you would be pushed to MSGA. So it all funnels to the right spot.
0: Love that too. You don't want uh you don't want Dante <laughs> trying to play in the MSGA events and travel in three hours uh there and back.
2: <laughs> I mean I I wouldn't be opposed.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's I mean we know there's plenty of folks oh. that have figured out ways. Mm,
2: uh, I know it, it it's it, it's crazy because I got a lot of like our lower handicap guys in my club. I mean they're they play in they play in all like the four majors, the mid am, the Philadelphia and <laughs> like you know all the, I guess you can quote unquote the majors that Gap likes to call. And they're they're constantly traveling because you got to do the qualifiers, and mm-hmm. they're they're driving upwards to an hour and a half to two hours just because they either know that course or they're like this. is since like you said, there's so much participation that they said this is the only qualifier that they can get in by the time they've signed signed up because when those registration's open for the qualifier, I've. I've I think we, we actually have one at our course. It, it sold, it's, uh, it's full. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it was 24 hours and it was full. Yeah,
1: a lot of them, you know, obviously the member play days are ones that fill quickly for a different audience. But then if there's a qualifier on a good day or at a good site, um, obviously it's it fills faster than a lot of people would imagine.
0: It's exciting times for not only the game, but just like locally within the Delaware region as well. (laughs) Laura, speak specifically to what the Delaware State Golf Association does have going on um, as far (laughs) as putting on competitions for this up and coming year and and maybe how the the merger has maybe aided to just uh, the notoriety of some of these events.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, for me, I was a staff of one with a couple summer interns. So I've, I've got backup. I'm on a staff of 20 now, which is awesome. So you'll see more staff. Um, you won't always see me, which is okay. So I will take the occasional day off or, you know, be in the office when it's, you know, necessary. Um, but what we're really trying to do with the DSGA schedule Um, is move some of the member play days, you know, events that we would run onto that schedule if it felt more like that. And then, you know, keep our championships in a category on their own to really differentiate, you know, when you show up to a more serious or major event and the the tournaments that are more just, there's still a competition, but it's not all about, you know, the trophy at the end, you know, Um, the 27 hole challenge or the spring classic that we had a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, that's all ages, all handicaps, um, flighted. So it's it appeals to a different audience. But really, just trying to up the majors, uh, make that more prestigious and a better experience for the player. Um, and then still just catering to our, our Frozen Friday guys. You know, they have certain things that they want to see, and um, make sure that we keep appealing to to whatever audience we've we're targeting.
0: I've always loved that about not only what you guys do in Delaware, but even Maryland state golf seems to put on a lot of these fun filled events as well. They don't, they don't just put on the open, the am, the mid am, the more serious kind of, you know, lock in and, and load kind of, kind of rounds. They, they put on the fun matches too, to get everybody involved. I think it's a really cool atmosphere that um, just brings more people um, into just getting together at different golf courses, week in and week out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the spring classic, um, the 27-hole challenge in the fall at Bear Trap Dunes is probably my favorite event of the entire year, as much as I love our championships. Um, But the fact that you've got pros bringing out, you know, a member from their club, or you've got some of these guys that are now in their 70s and 80s that are telling me, hey, we've played in this event for the past 25 years. Um, You know, days like that, it's really fun to just see the whole crowd out together with, you know, 160 people teen it up so it's fun to to be in charge of those days
0: i can only imagine yeah those those days come out and uh, you almost don't want them to end they're just too much fun
1: oh, oh they can end by the time we're done that's <laughs> fine but uh, it's um it's it's just a lot of fun to have everybody out together
0: for sure now it's like i said it's always cool to see you guys cater to both ends of, of the golfing spectrum and as a state-run organization i feel like when i was growing up there was just a lot of the AM or the open. And that was it, right? Like that's all the state organizations catered to. Um, so to see the flexibility in that schedule and those kind of fun filled offerings is, is just really neat to see and, and to continue to build each and every year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's also a fun way to showcase our clubs. Um, Cause you know, not every course needs to be played from the tips or with hard hole locations. So it is fun. You know, some courses are better played from further up. So it makes you target a different landing zone or just play the course a different way when you're playing alternate shot or, you know, doing something with a partner as opposed to just being in charge of your own ball.
2: And I, I'm actually looking at the, like the, so if you go to the gap website, you can actually see like it's uh, separated. You have all the competitions, but you can separate it between DSGA AGA and gap. And I'm actually just like scrolling around here and it's actually kind of funny. Cause like you said, that it, it showcases courses that you may not be able to get on, or it also provides more opportunity for those willing to want to play in more events. And actually there's courses like Deerfield, there's courses like um, Rock Manor and there's Newark Country Club. Like those are actually closer to me than there Some of the Pennsylvania and Jersey courses that, you know, we would have to travel to, which, Again, I think that's like such a great move on DSGA's part, and just kind of under this big umbrella because one, like you said, you got what four four thousand players just in the in the right. BMW team event. I mean, right there, you know, ninety thousand players already that have opportunity to play competition golf, and it's just opening the the door for more competition play, which I think Dalton and I and Dalton agree is something we like to do, but but we actually need to do more of because when we just step up on the first tee, at the end of the day, we're like, what did we just get ourselves into?
0: (laughs) Some nerves are good, and some other nerves are just absolutely disastrous. And Dante and I both, over the the last few months, have realized we have the more disastrous nerves than the good nerves.
1: Yeah, yeah. Coming off a uh, match play this morning, there were some moments on the green where I'm like, I I don't know what that was, but uh, <laughs> forget about that and we'll move on. So,
0: <laughs> Laura, we can all feel you there. I know that. Uh, well, if if people want to go out and obviously now part of the Gap and DSGA um, together, if they want to go out and become a part of anything that you guys are putting on this year, what's the best way to go find out uh, to read more about not only the merger but then to just to sort of get a, be a part of the Delaware State Golf Association.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so either website, um, gapgolf.org or dsga.org are still up and running. So um, you've got tournament schedules. Um, like Dante said, they are broken out by category. So you can kind of filter out and say, okay, I'm a senior. I'm a woman. I'm looking for my junior golfer, whatever the case may be. Or I live up in Scranton. I want nothing to do with Southern Delaware. That's fine. So we've got options for anybody that you know, wants to travel or not. Um, but again, all it takes is to have an active gin handicap, uh, either at a green grass facility. That is a gap or DSGA member club, which I think that number is like 330 clubs total. Um, that might be a little bit outdated. Um, but that is everything in the gap region, AGA, some of Southern Jersey, and then of course, Delaware now as well. Um, so just get that gin handicap, um, and if you don't feel like going to a green grass facility, you've got get a um, So as long as you live in a zip code that funnels to GAP, then you're in. So um, that 25 bucks does not put you on a GAP team for the spring, but it pretty much gives you eligibility for anything else um, on the Delaware calendar or otherwise. So plenty of ways to find your way into the system.
0: I love it. It seems like as long as you've got 25 bucks, you can find your way into a Delaware or gap event this year. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. The um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this one yet gap partnered with the workhorse tour, Mm -hmm. um, which is based with workhorse brewery, but they actually are hitting the public golf arena in a new way where their events are like week long. So like say rock Manor, I'm not sure which week they have, but if you sign up for the tour and then you play golf during that week and post your score, then you're entered in that competition over um, that stretch of days. So based on,
0: uh, we don't want to let the cat out of the bag entirely, but we've got some fun summer events planned with the workhorse brew tour as well. So um, we'll, uh, we'll definitely be up in that neck of the woods and and hanging out with those guys as they put on some events. So yeah, they're doing some fun things uh, just like you said, the public golf sector as well.
1: Yeah. But they've got their handicap um, included in the membership as well. So I think at last count they had over 500 members that are just adding to that GAP community. So that also makes you eligible for uh, GAP and DSGA events too. So we might see some workhorse tour handicaps coming up on the leaderboards for, for events this season, which is great.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. If there's basically, if there's a will, there's a way to play. Uh, So guys get out there, figure it out. If you need help contact Laura, she's the Mm go-to woman down here in the Delaware area. Um, And obviously with part of gap now, just uh, an absolute powerhouse team behind her as well. So Mm -hmm. Laura, again, appreciate the time. It's been fun talking the merger and what Delaware's got coming up for golf this summer.
1: Absolutely. Anytime
0: awesome and guys as always you can go to www.enjoythewalkpod.com to check out the latest podcasts from us as well as the latest youtube videos as well as merchandise drops from us uh, wear our merch this summer maybe in some delaware state golf events as well but uh, as always guys get out there carry your clubs and enjoy the walk that's stuff one shot